Welcome to the Lobot Lounge, the gathering place for the gentlemen nerds. The gentlemen nerds are three entertainment aficionados who know each other through various media endeavors, getting together to talk about all things nerdy, mostly in the vein of film, television, toys, and popular culture. Many topics are discussed, so please be warned, there are the potential for many spoilers. If you like what you hear, you can listen to past shows on iTunes or on our website, thegentlemennerds.com. And now, enjoy the show. The Titans have risen. The Earth trembles as God-sized ancient and powerful beings rise to exert their dominance over our planet. Members of a cryptozoological agency, Monarch, face off against these famous monsters, including the mighty Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and the ultimate nemesis, the three-headed King Ghidorah. All this monster-on-monster action is brought to us this summer in the new film, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, written and directed by Michael Doherty, that monster kid who brought us those genre favorites, Trick or Treat and Krampus. Gathered in the Lobot Lounge to discuss the new kaiju film and the tradition of kaiju cinema are Mark Finn. Go, go, Godzilla! Aaron Diarive. Let them fight. <laughs> and I am your host and emotional touchstone, Joseph Fotinos. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our special kaiju-themed episode of The Gentleman Nerds. Hey, guys. Oh, uh, man, I've been looking forward to this one for a long time, fellas. I am a huge, huge kaiju fan. In fact, would Godzilla... You, would you say that you're a giant-sized kaiju ah! fan? <laughs> I am a kaiju-sized kaiju fan. And uh, Godzuki! Oh, na, 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 na. <laughs> you know, some of my earliest memories as a kid are not about universal monsters, are not about anything that we have talked about before. They are of Godzilla, of me as a tiny kid. And by the way, when you're little, the first Godzilla is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Um, and and I just remember running from one room to the next. I'd run into the movie, into the room where the TV was, and I'd see Godzilla with that wonderful roar of his and destroying Tokyo, you know, with Raymond Burr commenting. And then I'd run out because I couldn't take it. I'd run and hide in another room because I thought for sure Godzilla was coming down my street. Um, it was wonderful. It's wonderful. So I, this has been a long time coming. I'm, I'm a lot really of thrills. Cool. A lot of thrills in, in those and monsters, giant monsters particularly, were never my my favorite. Obviously, you folks who have listened to this program before know that I'm a Universal uh, monster fan, True Blood through and through. But I do like uh, Godzilla and et al. Uh, Toho Studios monsters. I, I, building the Aurora monster models included building models of Godzilla and Rodan and King Ghidorah, and and those are fantastic designs on these creatures. Yeah. Um, putting them together from Aurora Plastics. And that was yeah. that was always one of my favorites, uh, particularly the Godzilla one, as he looks like he's sort of sauntering. The model is posed where it looks like he's sort of sauntering through the city. The design, they, <laughs> the design they used is the design from King Kong versus Godzilla. So he has a lot more of a reptilian pointy nose in that model kit. Uh, best part, the light and the glow in the dark portions for his spines on his back, which yes. was awesome because they would glow in the dark. Uh, but yeah, he, he, his pose is like he's taking a stroll. He's got one arm kind of behind his back and the arms in front of him. He's just like, do, 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 walking and then, to the city. 
I, I, soon after, I think you might remember this, Joseph, because you go, know all about these models. But then there came a series where it was Godzilla, Rodan. Uh, you could buy you could buy Godzilla, Rodan, and Ghidorah as well. And I remember finding those models and just being delighted. Um, the famous Monsters of the Movies uh, line that came out after the original f run. Now, Godzilla was never part of the famous Monsters of the Movie line. He was originally put out in the original Monster lineup. Uh, King right. Kong and Godzilla came out. Those are the two giants that, that Aurora had done. But then in the second run, they did uh, scale sized Rodans and, and King Ghidorah, although King Ghidorah was a little bit smaller than, than he should have been. Yes, we'll I talk about that. We'll talk about his size <laughs> in a little bit because, oh my God. Um, Mark, what do you think? What are your first thoughts on this film? Uh, well, not to put too fine a point on it, I freaking loved it. Uh, I am nice. a, a big uh, fan and a believer that uh, intention is everything. And you know, the people that set out to make Godzilla King of the Monsters were not trying to make Gone with the Wind with dinosaurs. And so, <laughs> or, you know, or for that matter, were they making Casablanca or Citizen Kane? And so uh, I think as a, for, for the thing that it is and the way that it is, I think it, I think it's perfect. Uh, I, I think it's not without some problems, but I, I find those problems to be uh, minor in the, in the overall scheme of things, because what they, I think what they did is they fixed the complaint that was levied against the original, uh, film in the series from 2014 uh -huh. and yeah. they, uh, up the stakes, um, by, uh, creating, uh, what I like to think of as an idea movie. And that seems very, uh, at odds with the subject matter, but um, it's a it's a film where you you have a plot that's essentially so simple uh, and easy to follow that the world building is done in uh, off to the side on you know in in and out of the dialogue and with implications shown from headlines and things like that uh, and and this movie has shares a lot in common with the John Wick series. Uh, which is, uh, they killed his dog. <laughs> yes. That's why he's mad. That's, that's what he's going to the center of town to, uh, take the high tension wires down because of the dog. well, it, it, but in both cases, what you have is a, a very, uh, uncomplicated story that is showing you glimpses, snapshots, photographs, and teases of a much more complicated world. Yeah. And, and, and it's the kind of thing, if you if you play games, you come out of the movie theater going, okay, I need to make a role-playing game out of that, because that was just oh, all the stuff, you know. And, and this, is one of those, this is one of those movies where there's a ton of great ideas in it. Uh, if, uh, if Josh from the West Wing said Hollow Earth one more time, <laughs> I was going to call somebody uh, at the Burroughs estate and say, look, you need to be charging royalties. <laughs> right. But, well, but, I, but, yeah. But does that make sense? What I'm saying is, you it know, does, yes, it does. yes, um, no, absolutely. I, I, one of the things I said before the show was, I I love this movie because it reminded me of the kaiju movies that I grew up watching, with the monster action and uh, you know just phenomenal battles and all the things that the kids waited for. Uh, my problems with this movie is that it reminded me of the 
old kaiju films that I grew up <laughs> watching in that I wasn't that interested in what the humans were doing. You know, I, I whenever the monsters were on, on screen, it was like, let's go. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah. And then the humans would show up and I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're talking. Mm-hmm, they're still talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and although although I like the, the whole concept of of the MacGuffin, right? They, they have the, the, the translation device. It can talk to the kaiju. Uh, this is what, what the whole, basically the whole plot is based on is they're, they're carrying this thing from place to place and using it to wake up the various monsters, um, and, and especially Ghidorah. Um, and then, you know, nature starts taking its course. There's an alpha it's calling to the other Kaiju. They're responding to him. Uh, and then the battle ensues, et cetera. But the problem was that we didn't really have, and I thought it was going to be Bobby Millie Brown, actually, um, who is wonderful in this movie. Uh, she gives it she gives it her all, even though they don't really give her that much to do, right. uh, which is a shame because I think uh, Bobby Millie Brown is is fantastic. But you didn't really know who to root for. Uh, the, the the character that you think is going to start out being the hero, the mom, um, ends up being uh, uh, up. Oh, no switch. It tricked you. It's right. actually my. My villainous plan, and and I was with the mom up until the mercenaries show up and start gunning down her scientist friends, mm-hmm. and she's just watching impassively. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, that's what you get for trusting a Lannister. I mean, really, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> eight seasons of treachery. No, we should know see, better. Here's the thing: if it if it had been the Lannisters' plan, I would have been on board. If the Lannister <laughs> was there to steal the device, to really? kidnap the mom and the daughter, so Dad has to go get them. Right. I'm I'm on board. But the moment they made it her plan, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of going along with it, right. uh, they they on the character part, they lost me. I'm like, I really don't know where this movie's going now. There was there was a lot of that. I, I do want to come right out and say, you guys, you, you guys are unabashedly fans of this film, um, and I will say for the record that I was disappointed um, mm. in, in a lot of it, and, and, and much of it is because I want to ask you two if you saw the same movie I did. For all the glorification of the kaiju monster-on-monster action and how they fix 2014s, I don't see it. I have some examples I'd like to share. Oh, sure. Uh, there's plenty of monster-on-monster action that starts, and just like the 2014 one, I felt coitus interruptus as they kept cutting away to go to the stupid people. There was a great <laughs> shot. There's a beautiful shot of Ghidorah and Rodan engaging. I mean, that whole tension, the buildup, the buildup of that moment. They're flying, Rodan's right behind them, taking out all the Air Force. They're trying to get to Ghidorah so they can engage the two and let them kill each other, hopefully, right? They're trying to fly Rodan into Ghidorah. Man, that's a huge build, and it's exciting, and Rodan is awesome. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm one of the very rare monster fans who thinks Rodan is the best. Rodan was always my favorite. I don't know why. Because he looks cool. Just thought he was cool. And, and, right. they, and they really nailed him in this. Oh, they yeah. did. They yeah, did. no, he's fantastic. He's he, fantastic. he looks amazing. I, I, when, when I told my, my wife, Brandy, I said, oh, I love Rodan. He's always been my favorite. And her response was, he was kind of an asshole. And my response was, I think that's why I like him. He's <laughs> kind of an asshole. Anyway, they fly into this. And then there they are. They engage. Oh, my God. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Look at them. They're fighting. And then it, they literally raise the ship up over to block the action. Look at this ship and its thrusters. I'm like, get out of the freaking way and let me see the monsters fight. They did, <laughs> they did that multiple times. And and boy, Michael Doherty is one of my favorite guys, but he really kind of annoyed me with that. But I understand it. You got to bring the people in because 
it's 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 such a hard thing to balance because you can't just have monsters and monsters fighting all the time. Would it, it have is. killed? Would it have killed him to put a monster fight in the daylight so we could see it better? Probably not. Yet at the same time, I know Ghidorah brings the storm, so you got rain and it dark clouds, and you got to have well, the. It also it also helps with it with the CGI. I mean, it, I CGI know. is easier on the eyes when yeah. it's shrouded by darkness right. and fog and mist and. Yeah. But it's not as though they can't. The technology's not there. By the way, right. my my disagreement on that is it probably takes more CGI pixels to add the rain rolling off their skin and all the tiny droplets of water as opposed to just letting us see them fight. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a CGI Maybe. guy. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's more of a look. I think it's more, it's yes, more, that might be true, but however, yeah. now they're in broad daylight, they might look more like CGI creatures like rather than, video game. Yeah. correct, rather than yeah. this behemoth that's moving yeah. in the elements, you know, yeah. so it was a stylistic choice. Because my, my memories of, of old Godzilla movies, you said they reminded you of the old kaiju films, and they, but they did not for me because they were too much on the people and they kept cutting away. Um, too much, in my opinion. They still didn't quite get the, it, enough full-on monster-on-monster action. They got to it at the end. They, they, the end was all oh, very satisfying. It was finally I got to climax, if you will, with my monsters. Oh, there they are. Thank God. They're going to let me see them fight. Good, good, good. But there was so much interruption that, that I felt frustrated for the majority of the film. And, and like you said, some of these people and their motivations and the plots were just stupid if josh from the west wing said another quippy line i was gonna beat him with a shovel i hated that character okay. that, that too okay. much absolutely that's an exact that is an exact example of what i am talking about uh yeah. you know the the there was a tone inconsistency with mm -hmm. the characters as well yeah. so whenever i thought I knew how I, I was supposed to feel when I was watching a character or a scene or a moment. They would inject something odd. They would inject something from from left field, and that's when it threw me. I mean, I oh, I'm going to root for the mom. Oh, I'm not rooting for the mom. Oh, this is a serious moment. Oh, no, he cracked a joke. It's not a serious moment. You know, that kind of thing. And so... Uh, there is an inconsistency in tone. Uh, I, I really wish... And, and by the way, again, as a screenwriter... I can see, I can see as I watch this movie where the notes are, you know, mm -hmm. I, I can see where the studio notes are. Yeah. I can see where the producer notes are. I can mm -hmm. see where, and so I don't even know if all of these choices maybe were originally uh, a Dougherty's uh, pr primary or first choices. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't believe the mother being a villain was, I actually don't believe that was a primary choice. I think somebody somewhere said, Hey guys, wouldn't it be cool if it was her plan all along and everyone was fell in love with the, with the, the cleverness of that idea at the table and went, yeah. And then they kind of did it. And then yeah. afterwards we're like, eh, maybe that wasn't yeah, such a good idea. Yeah. Um, so he, that was, that was one of my problems. It, is he's that, responded to the criticisms, at least online. I've read some, some dirty comments. Cause I, oh, I follow oh, the guy. Well, he just, cause people were like well, the people, man, what's the deal with all the people and get out of the way and let me monster. He, his response was very clear and it made sense. He said that it was a necessity to have that because the whole crux of the film is the, is the accepting and working relationship between man and Godzilla. Yeah, that you right. have to you have to establish the working relation. They have to accept each other, and in order right. to do that, the people, and particularly our our lead our lead character, the father, has to be a main point or main focus on because he's got to get over his hatred of them, 
and right. learn to accept and work with and, them. And by the way, and see, since those, since that kernel is there, by the way, I agree with him. Yeah. Uh, since the kernel is there, uh, it makes perfect sense that you have the dad who hates Godzilla and mm -hmm. wants all the kaiju destroyed. Fantastic. Perfect. I can work with this. You have the mom who now, uh, in my uh, in my version, realizes, no, 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 no. There is a balance here that we just didn't understand the first time. This is what brought about the death of my son. She doesn't blame Godzilla. She blames the fact that there was a lack of communication. Ah, look, a MacGuffin. It lets us communicate. Yeah. Uh, that would have been perfect. And if, if the Lannister guy had seized on her naivete, on her idealism, and he wanted to use it for whatever villains want to use it for, right? To create chaos, to conquer the world, to, he's mm -hmm. an eco-terrorist, whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's right. fine. Um, uh, I, I think they had all those elements there. And so it's the mom trying to to establish this communication with the kaiju, the dad going, kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. Yeah. And it's it's the meeting of those two um, where you come, you know, w one one comes over to the other side and says, oh, no, I, I was wrong. We do need to communicate with them. Yeah. And the other one, the mom, might have come further the other way and said, oh, these aren't our playthings. These aren't our pals. They are forces of nature that we must respect and not try to, to you know, uh, hey, go do this or go run that or, you know, uh, fetch that. Um, so anyway, it, I, I, the elements were there, guys. The elements were there. And well, it just, it just, it pains me that they didn't make those choices. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of uh, shoot for the middle here. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, I hear what you're saying regarding uh, the people and, and certainly some of the motivations. I didn't mind it so much because... They make it pretty clear at the beginning of this movie that we are moving towards a world where the kaiju are uh, an entrenched part of it rather than the aberration, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And so uh, I would expect that Monarch is trying to communicate and do all this other stuff, and 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 that's fine, and they're under public scrutiny, and I get all of that. All of that makes sense to me. Um. Uh, and and I agree that some of the quippy stuff was uh, was a little irritating. A little eye rolling. The 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 only thing that really bothered me mm -hmm. uh, in, in this is um, the coach from Friday Night Lights uh, turn from uh, you guys should be trying to hunt these things down and kill them to oh let's free more of them and and yeah. see if that'll make things work is, he's, he's is, talking about the dad that's Kyle Chandler who played uh, yes. Mark Russell the dad the, right. that's the right he, he right. is it's instantaneous yeah. there there's not even there's not even a second where he he kind of cocks his head to one side and remember something or he, he doesn't ever get a look of understanding on his face with the same intensity of kill them all Mm -hmm. He turns around and goes, we got to go help Godzilla. And I, that's the only part of the film mm -hmm. that really felt like a false note to me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that the reason I agree with what you're saying regarding the CGI. And I think that the atmosphere that they used was, was uh, a, a digital version of when they would put fog on the ground when filming the guys in the suits. It was, <laughs> I, it was to, it was to sort of, uh, uh, the, the, it was to indicate atmosphere and depth and distance and, yeah. and size. And, and this is what I think they got right from the, uh, the previous Godzilla movie, instead of putting these people behind glass 
and watching these things fight in the distance, they put these guys right next to them. Right. And the sense of scale and and the the awesome difference in size mm-hmm. between Rodan and the planes that he is uh, rapidly outrunning mm-hmm. uh, is terrifying. There's some really nail biting. Oh my God. I didn't realize just how big this was moments in the movie right. that I think plays really well. And, and especially when um, in, in those um, scenes where uh, you have someone interacting with one of these monsters, whether it's Godzilla or mm-hmm. coming up on Mothra or whatever, the, just the, they did an amazing job of, of conveying that size in a way that, you know, was always sort of, you know, it, it was a challenge to our budding suspension of disbelief as kids. <laughs> Cause we knew it was a guy in a suit and we knew right. that that Jeep was, was a model. Yeah. Uh, and now we don't have that. Now those, those lines are really blurred. And so yeah. I think, I think they, they kept the disaster movie, angle, which actually I didn't mind in 2014. I've seen 30 Godzilla movies. It's okay if one's a little different. Yeah. So, uh, so I, they kept that spirit there, but I think they moved the camera out from behind the observation glass and and put it in the middle of the action. And I think, and, and, and I'll say one more thing about the, the fights. Um, we, we talked about, uh, man of steel, uh, on an earlier episode. Oh yeah. And, and one of the things that we all agreed on was that as awesome as the fight between Superman and, um, general Zod is, it goes on forever. Yeah. And there's a point where you start like, you know, they're, they're ramming through another building and you're checking your watch. Yeah, Hasn't this fight gone on long enough? Yeah. And I think, I think these, those moving away from things mm-hmm. is a way to sort of, uh, extend the interest in what's going to be these large fights. Um, because you don't get bored with them, you know, right. you don't, you don't get bored with these things coming together and clashing. Sure. Uh, I, I promise you this, that the, the next year's King Kong versus Godzilla movie mm-hmm. Uh, is going to tease that and they're going to have to find a way to make the final fight at the end really interesting because after about three minutes of, of it on film, it's going to be okay. Yeah, no, 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 it's very cool. I get it. But there's almost, you know, know there's a certain, you know what I mean? I trust that they're going to, they're going to try to do, you know, with, with Godzilla, King Kong is such a unique thing anyway. It's not like, I mean, being a primate, his he he's going to be able to move in a different way. He's going to be able to use weapons and tools. He's going to be, you know, he's going to fight differently. So I think it's going to be a very unique clash of types of of, of gaiju and creatures to right. see two different because pretty much across the board, all the monsters in Godzilla King of the Monsters are reptilian? Question mark. I mean, they've got a you know reptile amphibian bent to them. Right. Whereas Kong is very much a mammal. Right. So, although there was that elephant-looking thing that we yeah, saw, that weird mastodon, yeah, 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 mastodon-looking mastodon thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the hell that was. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we we we, we kind of covered openings and, and our basic thoughts. I do want to dive in and ask about the specific gaiju because I'll be honest, folks, I don't want to talk about the people anymore. I just don't. <laughs> I really don't. We, um, we've we've done enough there. Yeah. I mean, let's let's <laughs> let's focus on why we pay our ticket and why we sit in the front row because we want to see 
see some slap down monster on monster action. Um, I, I'm going to start with with my favorite, Rodan, because we 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 waxed on him for a bit. Um, coming up out of the volcano um, and and standing there and and viewing the world for a few moments, and just that view of the people in the city. Who, by the way, when when you brought up Man of Steel, Mark, I thought you were going to go with this. I thought you were going to say that at least in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the people were attempting to run away. Whereas in, <laughs> in Man of Steel, they just stood there and watched while, you know, I mean, people were dying. Don't get me wrong, but they were dying in the right position. They were dying in the running yeah. away position, which I, I appreciated. <laughs> I don't want them standing there going, huh. Which, um, you know, but it, it, oddly enough, oddly enough, the, the, the stand and gawk position is not actually that unusual. It's something like of that magnitude. I mean, look at all the footage of the Twin Towers being attacked. Yeah. There are people that are just sitting there staring at the towers as they are coming down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human thing. You, you freeze. You can't yeah. believe what you are seeing. Then, of course, the cloud is coming and everyone starts running. And, and I, right. I, I don't have a problem with people standing there going, oh, my God, I can't believe this is there was happening. A, there was a great moment where, when Rodan came out and he stood there on the volcano. Because people were, were trying to evacuate. They were running. They were moving. Something was coming. Blah, blah, blah. They were trying to get people out of there. And then when it happens, when Rodan appears... They do stop and they gawk. And right. I saw an ex there was an expression on one of the extras in the back, which that guy deserves some, you know, kudos and an extra trip to craft services because he <laughs> looked up and the, the look on his face was despair. He was like, right. well, well, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. There's, there's no <laughs> yeah. point in running at this point because look at that thing. And what am I going to do? You know? Oh, yeah. No, 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 absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I really, I, I know what you're saying. I, I know that the standing gawk is, you know, because mankind can't comprehend that. I mean, something that big to, 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 oh no. And Rodan is terrifying because all he has to do is fly over you, and right. you know, <clears throat> right. yeah, right. Well, it's, but, but, and that's by the way. So, so speaking of a point that Mark made earlier that I think really is important, which is why I, I champion the idea of associating the kaiju with forces of nature. Yeah. I think that is absolutely the correct thing to do. Sure. Uh, uh, Rodin was was the force of a of a of a tornado. You know, he would fly over stuff, and devastation would happen. I think yeah. without that, it is just a giant monster. You know, Ghidorah brings a huge hurricane with him wherever he goes, with lightning striking down. Right. They are no longer just big monsters that we don't understand. They are literally forces of nature, and I think that is so important to capture the 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 awe. And, and the magnitude of these beasts. That's one of the yeah. things that I love about this new approach to the kaiju. They're not just little silly puppets coming across a landscape and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, look, they're going to wreck some buildings. No, here comes a, a world-ending storm. That's right. Um, yeah. And that's fantastic. Anyway. Yeah. And, and they're, they're natural from one thing. Well, we'll get to Ghidorah in a little bit. It's just going back on back to Rodan. Uh, Personality-wise, this one thing I like about Doherty and what he did here, he gave these creatures definite personalities. Totally. Um, Rodan was very easily subjectable, I guess, when he felt like, well, crap, I'm not going to win this fight, and he would bow. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm going to bow here. Uh, yeah. yeah, whatever you want me to do, I'll just do it. You know, again, kind of an asshole. He just seemed a, he seemed a little bit on that on that uh, dickish side, which yeah, I don't know. He's, I, the, he's the star scream. Thank of you. The, uh, thank kaiju. you. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great way to put it. 
Thank you. Very much like Starscream. He's like, I am, oh, I'm going to take you out. Oh, you're more powerful? Okay, I'll, I'll follow. We're, my lord. Yes. Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. That's brilliant. That he's is the, brilliant. Uh, he bows at least twice in the film, you know, to different monsters. He's like, okay, you win this time, you know. But 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 on his own, he's he's terrifying. And and I gotta I gotta say, I'm I'm in agreement with you that my favorite of the monsters that we saw in this show in this movie was uh was Rodan. They did a great job of updating the look to make him less uh pterodactyly mm-hmm. uh and more dragony without right. making him look like a dragon either and right. uh yeah. and, and so there it, it really felt like um you know him coming out of that that uh volcano had a had a kind of a uh a, a central american deity sort of quality not quite quetzalcoatl but yeah. maybe maybe closer to phoenix you know that mm-hmm. kind of sort of uh j- just God of Fire, you know, really yeah. great, uh, that was great, beautiful. great was design, absolutely beautiful. And then, then, then there was the poor pilot who, oh, I'm just going to eject. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so good. And yeah. Rodan's like, ooh, look, a sky raisin, nice, you know, <laughs> tasty. I just, I, I like it when you throw them up in the air and try to catch them in your mouth. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> That's cool. You know, All the kaiju was, chicks love it when you do that, man. That's 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 great. Sky for raisin. That is so sad. <laughs> that is sky right. raisin. So okay, moving on to our next kaiju in the list. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on our on our beauty our, our beautiful protector of the earth, Mothra. Um, which I, I've always felt that Mothra was kind of out of place. Well, I mean, you know what? I, I take it back. Earlier, I said they're all reptilian. Mothra is obviously not very right. insect based. Right. But um, but I always thought Mothra was so delicate. Like, oh, you and you, yeah, that's you know, Mothra doesn't stand a chance. Look at those wings; they're like paper. I'm sure yeah. that Attila is going to breathe fire at her, and that's it. She's done. You know. Right. Well, this Mothra was a little different. Yeah. Uh, you know, it made Mothra a bit tougher. Quite a bit tougher, actually. Yes. Yes. Yet, yet still maintaining its purpose, its genuinely f- human-friendly purpose. Yeah, there was some fans that complained. I love the new Mothra design. Absolutely I, yeah, love it. Too. It looks. Why were they complaining? Looks, well, they, because they, it didn't look enough like a moth, right? It kind of started to look like a praying mantis with a weird curved uh, uh, arms, and, and yeah. it looked a little more insectoid, like a cicada. But see, I love that look. I actually yeah. always thought, speaking of, oh, he's too fluffy and delicate. I always thought the old Mothra looked way too fluffy and delicate. Um, but the, this one, this one looks like it could compete with these other kaiju. Sure. Uh, and I agree. I agree. I mean, the, the design of it is just beautiful. It reminded me of a praying mantis. Um, and yeah. so, no, I, I loved, I loved Mothra in this movie. I yeah. definitely think that this Mothra wins the uh, award for most improvement. Yeah, uh, yes. you know, yeah. at the, at the class reunion, uh, they it absolutely um, uh, brings it into the realm of the of the other monsters that they're fighting, and mm-hmm. and but but at the same time, uh, does not you, when you look at it, you can instantly tell it's Mothra, and that's mm-hmm. the uh, that's the important thing here that they got right that uh, previous Godzilla movies. Uh, by Devlin and Emmerich uh, got wrong. You can't, you can't monkey with this stuff too much. And, and to the fans, honestly, if there's fans complaining about Mothra, it's every Mothra fan in the world. 
all 120 of them. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have, I have to take a quick side note, sidebar here uh, uh, and speak about some personal experience with Mothra. Uh, my son, Edward, currently 17, um, when he was, I want to say, May 6, 6 or 7, my, uh, my older brother brought him a copy of Godzilla Final Wars, which mm. he watched incessantly. Over and over and over, and and became obsessed with Godzilla and kaiju. And of course, I, being the dutiful dad, went out and found all the kaiju movies I could. So I watched all of them with my son. And and I cursed my brother James for that because I'm not a huge kaiju fan. Well, I was by the time I was done. But, right. You know, <laughs> being a dad, having to watch these these films with him, I tell you, I could I could probably tell you Final Wars, uh, uh, you know, from beginning to end verbatim because we watched it so many times. Anyway, right, right. his favorite was Mothra. He liked wow. Mothra. Mothra was pretty cool. In fact, for Halloween, he wanted to be Mothra. So oh, wow. we dressed him as Mothra. We gave him like a kind of a white, uh, like top and bottom. And we put a yellow uh, on his chest with little, little felt. And we got fur on his back. And of course, you know, he had the little headpiece with the, with the antenna. We got these two great goggle, big bug eye goggle glasses he could wear. And then he, we gave him the wings. We got we went out and bought some butterfly wings that they make, these giant butterfly wings from wire and, and thin material. And then I paint, repainted them to be correct the design for Mothra. It looked like Mothra's design because it's a very specific Mothra design on his, right. his wings. He was, he was resplendent. He was so proud of himself. And, of course, he entered the uh, St. Ignatius Halloween costume contest that year. And he won first place that year. It was a great moment in his life. But of course, they announced him as... Edward Fotinos as the beautiful butterfly. Oh no! <laughs> and I could see his face just drop because he was—he was sure that he was terrifying because he was Mothra, this giant gaiju. But he—they called him a beautiful butterfly, and I was just my heart went, "Oh, buddy." <laughs> well, see, but okay, that person who announced that has identified my problem with Mothra's design <laughs> for <laughs> decades. It's, it's like it a is not butterfly. And see, and by the way, I've never wanted a model of Mothra. Now I'm going to go out and find uh, a cool, nice little maquette of Mothra because I I admire the design that much. And again, if if Doherty was the primary push behind that, kudos to you, sir. Kudos because you have taken my probably least favorite kaiju and and have elevated him so far. Far I'm like, wow, this is a beautiful. I I, I think the other designs are wonderful and they're elegant. I think Mothra's design is beautiful, and and I'm I'm very pleased. It, it always was the care the the monster that I felt like I got lost in the translation for me. You know, I I could understand all the other monsters. I could not ever quite understand uh, what the twins were doing, and uh, you know what I mean. Like all that, it, like as a as a kid, that all seemed very much at odds and very different different from all of the other movies uh where you have people running away from that's right a godzilla and running away from the smog monster and then at the end they get together and kill everything that's right. so so i'm glad i'm i'm grateful for the update i think they did a great job with it yeah. you mentioned the twins and, and that's worth noting because that was always kind of the thing where how are they going to work that in and you know what they did they already did actually work those twins in in, in a very clever way in my opinion where he made the, the scientist um, who was, uh, you know, part of that, the uh, Dr. Chen made her a twin and they, and you saw her family and they were all twins generationally. And they even right. mentioned Infin Island, which was the home of, of Mothra anyway, in, in, the, in right. the classic kaiju films. So all those elements are there. Mind you, they weren't tiny little midget 
twins that sang creepy right. songs. Right. But, right. They, but he still brought in the twins and how. Well, they were little. In that photograph, you see two smaller uh, uh, identical twins. I don't know. They just were girls. They, they, they were, were just, girls. They were, they were, they were yeah, young girls, yeah. yeah. But, but it's funny that they show them as young girls to sort right. of harken back to the, yeah. the whole twin fairies, yeah. And we talk about personalities, Rodan being kind of an a-hole, but, but Mothra obviously was different. Oh, Mothra, you know, was more protector, motherly, if you will. It, it, classically right. a female, they always refer to Mothra as a she, yeah. which, you know, again, calls to question my son's costume choice. But regardless, um, you know, protector of the earth. And in classic kaiju format, Mothra buys the farm, uh, spoiler alert, but does does in fact sacrifice herself to save the planet, but is reborn all right. the time. Mothra right. in these in these films goes down in flames all the time, but then is reborn again. There's another Mothra. Right. And it's the same thing over and over again. So classic, very much exactly right. Mothra, it was designed, and I tell you, if knowing Kaiju like I do, I walking into this film, I knew Mothra was gonna buy the farm. I knew it. Right. And he was she was gonna sacrifice herself. To, to, to continue the fight or to revive Godzilla or to do something. And she's done it before in many, many, many films. You yep. know, she was always kind of the peacekeeper or the logical one. Um, in um, Destroy All Monsters, uh, she was the one who came to Rodan and Godzilla and stopped them fighting each other and said, we got to go fight Ghidorah. No, and no, that, that was in, in, in uh, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Uh, it wasn't the Destroy All Monsters? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, the first appearance of Ghidorah. Right. I love that sequence where where Mothra's having the conversation and the fairies are translating. Oh, right, and, right, oh, right. Oh, my right, God, right, it's right. so wonderful. Mothra is saying that they should stop fighting each other and they should team up to fight fight Ghidorah. And, mm -hmm. and, and the monsters are, like, looking away and crossing their arms with this look like, why <laughs> should I help the humans? They're right. mean to me. It's so cute. It's so cute. And, and you see, ladies and gentlemen, if, if monsters on Monster Island can come to a decision, so can Congress. It just takes a little time. <laughs> they can come to it. They can work their things out. They can make good decisions. Uh, if only Congress were as smart as Kaiju. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, um, so, uh, of course, we have to. Uh, I, I, I'm going to save the best for last. Uh, let's let's talk about King Ghidorah. Um, oh my God. Oh my God, what an amazing update to Ghidorah. What an amazing uh, thing that they did with Ghidorah and the three heads. How do you make a three-headed monster interesting? Give them all different personalities. Yeah. Every head. Yeah. And and I loved that. Left Lefty was a little slow. And the main head, the middle head, had to keep correcting Lefty. You know, hey, 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 pay attention. Hey, come over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, Motion capture-wise, they used three different actors to play Ghidorah, and their facial expressions are from motion capture actors who are playing the three different heads. Nice. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that's the kind of detail that we're talking about here, folks. And um, yet, and yet, by the way, so yes, they did obviously do some redesign, but yet so much of it is actual just Ghidorah. It is Ghidorah's mm -hmm. design from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that they kept that. They did not try to make him look completely different. You know, they didn't Roland Emmerich him. No, uh, no, no, it's Ghidorah. It is Ghidorah. Uh, when, uh, the, when, they, when he first comes out of the ice, uh, the heads are stretching like they've been, you know, um, yes. uh, like, like they've been cooped up for, for a long time. And there's this weird sort of a tremulous shake to them mm -hmm. that almost looks like 
the heads when they were on the wires. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. for just like for just like a second, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, <laughs> and then of course, and then of course, they all kind of snap forward, you know, and 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 assume a sort of uh, rigidity to them. And I was like, dude, yeah, thank you. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of like little Easter eggs and and love letters in there, and I absolutely think that was one of them. No, that, yeah. can, that can have been a happy accident. No, uh, no, no. Doherty was a fan. Doherty is a fan of mm-hmm. kaiju movies. He has great respect and love for the source material. And it shows, it shows. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I, I lament that we did not get from Ghidorah. And by the way, this is true. Even after they remade the Godzilla movies in the, in the uh, late nineties. And then in the early aughts, um, they changed Ghidorah's noise. I still am yeah. with old. <laughs> yes. That really, that's the noise that Ghidorah makes for me. And he does not make that noise anymore. He just kind of roars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a shame. That's a shame. I I always knew when I heard that, that, that sound, Oh, oh, oh here comes Ghidorah. It was, mm-hmm. it was such a great noise. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And, but he's still his, his, uh, mouth weapon or his, 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 uh, projectile weapon or, or whatever you want to call it. His breath weapon was still lightning. So that yeah. was great. I love the yes. yellow lightning coming out of his mouth. Cause he, yes. that's, that's what he had, you know? Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of that. I I, I do want to comment on the on the breath weapons because Ghidorah and Godzilla both uh, utilize them obviously. And uh, there's a, there's a I don't I want to say it's a trope because it's not it's a a thing you see that whole build up you see bang you know, yeah, blow up yeah. you see right. building up and they blow and and that's fine. But they did that a lot, and, and I understand that it's it's building for tension and excitement. But they after the seventh time of the brrr, here it comes again, and especially if they do it for dramatic purposes, um, I would I would have liked to see less of that. We saw it once or twice. Great, I know how that works. Just go, just go, and that's just a pacing thing for me during a fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. I I would like to see that pick up a little bit, but. Very few complaints on Ghidorah. His size was immense. The wingspan. Oh my lord. Oh yeah. And, about, yeah. And, and they did the very cool thing of making him not of this earth, right? Because uh, yes. he originally he originally Monster Zero came from space. That's right. And so the I, the idea that he's not, not uh part of the world and is and, and is basically shoving the other apex predators out of their environment. I, I thought that was a really um, succinct explanation. Uh, it, it's an it's an example of those ideas that I keep talking about. You know, uh, the whole movie, the, the the whole backstory is a concept piece. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so I thought that was a a genius way to work that in and have it be something that's uh, again very true to the series but also works really well in the service of what they're trying to do now. Yeah, no, no, if they even say, I think, don't they say in the movie at some point that the name translates to like the dragon that fell from the stars kind of thing? Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's it's fantastic. I I, I cannot tell you how excited I was because I mean, I figured they'd do that, but I wasn't sure. And And then when they, when they just said, yep, he is not of this earth. I went, thank you. Mark said the world now is that much bigger. The world of legendary (laughs) Toho monsters is now that much bigger. You could have Gigan introduced. That's my favorite. All kinds of space monsters introduced. And And I love it. Wasn't it Josh that called him monsters here? Zero, I think it was, you know. Well, that, that uh, was that was the classification for him for, until they came up with a name. They they all yeah, called him yeah. Monster Zero. They all yeah, called him right. Monster Zero. Yeah, right. yeah. I just all of that was just was lovely. Yeah. Just yeah. lovely. 
Well, okay. his lefty got lefty's head was was torn off by Godzilla in fight number two, yes. and then watching it regenerate, and then and Josh, I can call him Josh. He's always going to be Josh, poor actor. Um, oh, saying like, well, that was that's that's not normal. That's when he started to drink, and he was like, that's uh uh-uh, uh no, it shouldn't yeah. just grow back like that. That's not <laughs> right. And it goes against every natural order on this planet. That shouldn't happen. And so right. of course he's not from planet. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. And and to watch Ghidorah's reaction to the world and other monsters um, was, was, I think, very well realized. And the striking. He had that – there was an attack that he did, does to Godzilla where all three heads struck like snakes. Yes, yeah. it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, my gosh. That was, that was painful and terrifying to watch. You're like, yeah. oh, 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 no. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. And then rap using its own which – it, which it has done in, in past films. And again – Easter egg using its neck to wrap around and choke, you know, like a constrictor, yep. you know, or hold with one head and attack with the other head. I mean, it's it's horrifying. Yeah. It, no arms, three heads, double spikes, tail, wingspan. That's um, a nightmare, you yeah. know. Uh, and but but you know what? An amazing and worthy foe to Godzilla, right? Mm. They they spent so much time building up. Ghidorah and and what what it can do and and the devastation it can unleash that you're kind of thinking how the hell is Godzilla going to beat this thing you know right. uh, so so no I I was I was so pleased uh, to see them spend that amount of time on because you know we've said this before fellas um, uh, uh, any movie hero is only as good as its villain mm-hmm, uh, right. and they really knocked it out of the park with with Ghidorah in this movie. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Um, now, of course, we save the best for last. The big G himself. That's right. The the walking reminder of, of uh, Japan's uh, nuclear fears and nightmare terrors. The, uh, the the history shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Here he is, folks. The big G, Godzilla. Now, slight redesign to Godzilla. He's a little chunkier, which I kind of like. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. Uh, they they slenderized him, Joseph. It, believe it or not, yes, really, leg, yes. His legs are not as as blocky and turtle like as opposed to the 2014. Yes, yes. They made oh. him from See? the waist down. They uh-huh. made him slimmer. They they they, they wow. They, uh, uh, shrunk his legs a little bit so they're not quite so trunk like. Huh. Uh, uh, so he is now, I don't know if the rest of him is bulkier or not, but I remember watching a video where they specifically said okay. that they, they, there was a lot of complaints because Godzilla's legs in 2014 were like these big elephant kind of legs, big right. turtle legs. Yeah. And that for this movie, you can see more of his claws. The legs aren't quite as bulky. He okay. moves a little bit faster. Anyway, yeah. that, that's what I remember he does seeing. He moves faster. That, that's true. But I, I just, for some reason, I thought I, I had read somewhere that, you know, that they were joking that Godzilla had spent the time from 2014 to now just in the ocean eating sushi, which is why he put on some pounds. But now, Again, upper body, maybe. They yeah. might have made him bulkier yeah. uh, top side but uh-huh. i know they slendered uh they slenderized his his legs yeah uh, yeah yeah okay well good well he looked amazing still love yeah. love the spines love the breath weapon uh the light up spines whenever he does his breath weapon one of my favorite parts about godzilla was the glow that he would emit uh, i mentioned the model kit earlier but i mean it's the same thing that that glow of his spines and he would fire his breath weapon yeah. um the guys, the, the kaiju were uh, in the 2014 established to be drawn to the Muto as well as Godzilla were drawn to nuclear power. That they were all slightly nuclear 
in, I mean, nuclear, excuse me, and not George Bush, nuclear. <laughs> yes, thank you. Nuclear, you're welcome. Nuclear in origin, where they yeah. were drawn to the energy, drawn to that power. Um, and Godzilla, of course, is a nuclear nightmare. Um, but they really kind of stress it in this film. There's a lot of, we've got to get him some power, so let's detonate a bomb uh, next to him, so hopefully that'll help and not destroy him. <laughs> Which, right. again, going back to the plot and, and the writing on this, it's like, logically, you'd think, okay, I'm going to blow up a, a, a nuclear bomb next to this nuclear monster and have it power up. Or we could just destroy it. I don't know. Let's find right, out. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it works. Um, a lot of shot in the dark on that one. Right. Um, but that was one of my favorite moments in the film, quite frankly, was um, Ken Watanabe taking the the bomb to an injured Godzilla and, and speaking, to knowing he was going to die in this uh, radioactive environment right. and speaking to it very tenderly and calling him my old friend. And there was yeah. a, a very honor kind of a thing there that I really yeah. liked. Yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, Watanabe hands down is, is my favorite character. And, and I, I love the, the respect. I love the, 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 you know, he just, he views these creatures quite honestly, the way I think I probably would, um, you know, with, with reverence, yes, with fear, but with absolute reverence, they are as much a part of the world as anything else. Um, and, and Watanabe's uh, death in this, but see, that's the thing is that I think he dies and then either uh, something pulled me out of it, either shortly thereafter or shortly right before, um, was you know, probably the, a quip from John. Yes, there was, there, there was a West wing quip guy. Uh, said something and it kind of pulled me out of the moment. But yep. again, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. I just remember, man, if we had just had lo a long moment of silence, um, as people are just realizing what, what great, uh, sacrifice, uh, Sarazawa was just made. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, again, minor quibble, but you're right. The, the quips got annoying. I, I would have loved if he got one quip in that movie and then that's it. Um, <laughs> you know, no more quips. I, uh, I gotta I say that, um, uh, there, there is another unsung hero, uh, in the, in the film and that is, uh, Michael Giacchino. Mm. Uh, for repurposing the original theme again. Very much. Uh, and, and, and Wait, picking... that, was, wasn't that Bear McCreary? Bear McCreary who did the, the music in this one? I thought I thought it was Giacchino, but it might have been. I think it's, Bear, it's, oh, oh, no, you're it right. Was, it was McCreary. It, it was Bear McCreary. Yes. It was yes. McCreary. Yes. Uh, I like the fact that uh, that it was used dramatically. Oh man, you know what I mean. That was yeah. that, that, that for the scene when he when he when he wakes up and is coming back out again. Yeah. Uh, in a film where we've already seen all the monsters and you think that all the cards have been played, that was a cool ace up the sleeve. You yeah. know, and and it got me really excited when I heard it because, yeah. in the same way that you that Ghidorah scream, you know. Uh, heralds his arrival. That music means, oh, it's about to get real, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, 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 no doubt. Nicely Obviously. done, yeah. and, and a little hinting of the Mothra uh, song as well. Yes, yes. during yes. yeah. So, yeah, McCreary did did his homework well, and 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 you know, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna license these monsters, which we'll get into in a second. You're gonna license these monsters from Toho. I imagine they come lock, stock, and barrel with <laughs> theme, motivation, breath, weapon, and sound. You know, I mean, I I, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a film with this, and I get the official blessing. I've got to do. I've got to do it right. Because yeah. that, you know, again, almost just just like with Jaws, mm -hmm. when you hear that 
dun, 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 dun. You know, you don't even have to see Godzilla. Right. You know, oh, oh, okay, here it comes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And, and, and it's beautiful. I, I, I absolutely, and I think, again, I think it was a Doherty thing. Doherty's like, we need the music. Yeah. We have to have that, that, that audio cue. Right. Um, and it was perfect. It is absolutely when, when I heard it, like just like with you when you posted Joseph, yes. when you heard the music, you were like, I want to kiss you, Michael Doherty. Yes, right. Uh, because right. yes, it was it was it was spot on perfect. Yeah. I mean you get chills. I, I yeah. literally get chills. Yeah. yeah. So that's great stuff. So monster on monster action comes down. We got um you know a series of fights. One thing I will uh, and I will also say about it, while I was an annoyed with the cutaways, the multiple cutaways, they got right to the action. I mean, they didn't hold back. You saw these monsters, you know, almost from the beginning. Um, I mean, in 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 the, the up north when they were releasing Ghidorah, Godzilla shows up and fight number one takes place. You know, uh, they Ro, Rodan fights Ghidorah. Uh, Godzilla shows up, fight number two. Um, you know, uh, Mothra and Rodan have a, a, a throwdown, which, you know, everyone who thinks Mothra is all delicate and soft needs to see this movie because Mothra does quite well against Rodan. Um, you know, takes takes the takes a licking, but in the end comes out on top. Yeah. Um, so, so we got all the and then, of course, you know, Godzilla and, and Ghidorah, their their fight. You know that you could see when they see each other and they rush toward each other. How much like, oh, I hate you so much, right? You know? <laughs> which which a... is fascinating because again, going back to the idea that Mark talked about mm -hmm. the 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 larger world, these beings have clashed before. Yeah. Um. And right. and the fact that there's that history when they look at each other. And by the way, um, CGI artists also need extra bonuses for that scowl that they give Godzilla. Oh, when he, yes. When he looks at one of the monsters and you can see him like, mm, he's yeah. scowling, he's, he's, his brow is furrowing. Right. Brilliant. It's just such a great uh, uh, expression on his face. And, but and Godzilla also mocap. There was an actor playing Godzilla's facial expressions. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know the name of the actor, but, you know, again, if we were talking about that, that that scowl, that look, the expression on his face, they literally mocapped a human face right cool. to get those things you know? so good cool. so good because it is it is it's godzilla saying you again you know, <laughs> it's, it's just oh wonderful yeah dr jones again we see there is nothing you can possess which i cannot take away yeah um lots of love about the film yes i think we, we summed it up at the beginning there are some faults and, and i'm willing to overlook a lot of them because you know it is a love letter to to monster fans I, I will still hold to my original um, reaction that I was ultimately disappointed, but I was entertained. How's that? Disappointed mm -hmm. but entertained is, is, is my stance yeah, on it. And sure. maybe, maybe seeing it again will help. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it again, maybe at a matinee. To catch I bet it would. I bet together. it would. I mean, you know, and again, you know, I, I, I love the idea, and I, and I want to spread the idea among, among our listeners that – there are different ways to see different movies. There yeah. are folks, believe it or not, believe it or not. You just, you don't go see every movie the same way. You don't go into every movie with the same attitude, the same expectations. You just don't. Um, and if the movie gives you what you want that kind of movie to give you, and, and again, Mark summed it up very beautifully earlier, he got everything he wanted and I got everything that I wanted from a Toho Kaiju movie. Mm. Now done with modern special effects, a big budget, uh, I'm like, yep, there it is. They delivered, absolutely delivered. 
Um, you know, did, was I thinking I was going to go see fucking Citizen Kane? No. Uh, was I expecting uh, Oscar, uh, uh, you know, award-winning performances and me being brought to tears? But no, I, that's not why I go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Right. Um, and so, but I will, I will briefly say though, um, the one thing that I hope we get to see more of in King Kong versus Godzilla, because I think the one thing that Kong Skull Island got very right was the personality for Kong. Yeah. Uh, uh, although we talked about personality in the kaiju for this movie, and they certainly had personalities, uh, in Kong, it was so it was such a, such a focus of the movie. Kong was a character. He had moods, he had motivations, he had likes, he had dislikes. Um, and, and I'm hoping when they bring those two together, we're going to get a chance to see Godzilla. Because we all know, by the way, just like when you read the comic that would say things like Iron Man versus Thor, we all know that Kong and Godzilla are going to team up at the end mm -hmm. against whatever, uh, you know, whether it be uh, uh, Mecha Ghidorah or, or Gigant <laughs> or some other creature. They're going to start out fighting. They're going to realize, oh, no, we're actually pals and on the same side. Let's go beat up Mecha Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then and then we, we, that in, in the cooperation, like Godzilla never got more personality, uh, by the way, in the old movies, than when he was teaming up with other monsters. Whether Absolutely. it was J J Jaguar or Rodan or whatever it was, he suddenly developed a really distinct personality. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I'm hoping we get to see that, not the rogue lone Godzilla you know, this weary warrior that's been battling all by itself. No, rather a tag team Godzilla. Uh -huh. That's like, you know, all right, awesome. are, are you ready, Kong? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and, and, and again, I, I, man, I tell you, I, watching all the Toho Kaiju movies, I wanted a more Toho, Toho Kaiju movie. And I didn't get that. I got, I got a movie that was part to, uh, a Kaiju film and, and part, um, part you know human drama which i didn't care about i didn't care about these people too many st i still will hold the argument too many people not enough monsters um like literally during the final battle the sequence they're looking for the daughter and they're screaming for her madison madison i'm like i don't care i wish you would all die go away the, <laughs> yeah, the, and yet, the mother the mother joseph i would argue the joseph, mother the driving no, never that many. Never that many. Uh, never that many. You, uh, you need to rewatch them because uh, they were never that many. When the fight started, the fight went on. They let us see the fight. They uh, let us see the flip and fight. Uh, and and the, the, the mother driving in the Jeep and Ghidorah chasing the mother. I mean, that, that woman should have been dead 20 minutes ago. I mean, you know, launching herself from the Jeep and running with the thing and all this stuff. I mean, it, it was so much that I just, I got weary. I got weary and I didn't want to get weary. The people made me weary. The monsters got me excited. I wanted yeah. more monsters. But they didn't give me as much uh, the monsters that I wanted. What I do hope to see in the future with, and I agree with the tag, the, the team ups because I'd love to see Kong and Godzilla go up against Gigan or uh, another another cosmic monster is um, uh, Megalon, which is another uh, space monster. Yeah, uh, Gigan I mentioned. Gigan's a, a horrible looking thing, I and mean, with with hooks for hands and a buzzsaw in its tummy. What the oh. heck is that? You know. Yeah. <laughs> And we did establish the fact that Ghidorah is not quite gone at the right. end of this film. So Absolutely. stick around after post-credits, kids. Don't leave. Don't leave. Yeah. Um, uh, we are, um, speaking of red eyes and, and things like that, because Gigan did, in fact, have one red eye. Uh, we, are getting, we are getting kind of a red eye here. Um, you want to do some final thoughts, folks, on not only this film, but the f potential future uh, of kaiju films? Mark, what do you think? 
Well, I think that uh, it's even if it doesn't do as well in the box office as people want, uh, King Kong and Godzilla is already a, a thing that's going to happen. And so I viewed this movie initially as a stepping stone to get to King Kong versus Godzilla and was really pleased that that this hung together for me as well as it did. Uh, so I'm super excited about next March. We don't even have to wait a year. Uh, it's scheduled for next March in 2020. So uh, th- I think that's going to be the one to see. It's going to be Apex Predator versus Apex Predator, you know, King of the Monsters versus King of Skull Island. So uh, to, to me, e- even if it doesn't go past that, I really like what we what we got using this modern technology i think i think it's been wonderful to watch yeah no doubt aaron um i would encourage everybody to go and see this in the theater um i actually think it's kind of a shame that it's underperforming and mind you we say underperforming we're so spoiled now you know if a movie (laughs) if a movie doesn't have avengers endgame numbers then we think it's like oh what a what a failure that movie is and it's not it's not it's doing very well overseas um, but, but yeah, go see this movie, folks, catch it in the matinee. We don't want to pay full price, but I promise you, if you even have a slight interest in Kaiju or Godzilla, uh, you will not be disappointed. It mm-hmm. is a spectacle. Um, and I'm, I'm so, so pleased, uh, that it was made. Michael Doherty continue to make movies like this, please, sir. You are incredibly talented. And I too look forward to, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. I will, I will, I will, I will agree with most of that. I think that we're 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 in a in a monster renaissance. It's going to be a good thing ultimately. Uh, Doherty, I love you. I loved all your films. Get someone to help you with the writing. Get that plot a little tighter. Um, get rid of some of the people. Um, but <laughs> you know what? By God, go see this movie, folks. Go see it on the big screen. Don't yeah. wait. Uh, you would do yourself a disservice if you watch it on a small screen. Um, get some popcorn, get a drink, uh, leave your expectations at the door, and suspend your disbelief because, you know, monsters are <coughs> again. Um, the Gentleman Nerds is a cloak and dagger production and is written by Aaron Diorive, Mark Finn, Ben Gibbs, and Joseph Fotinos, with additional material provided by those pesky aliens from Planet X. Music composed and performed by the amazingly talented Ben Gibbs promotional material, logos, and the Gentleman Nerds mascot created by artistic goddess Michelle Fitzpatrick. The Lobot Lounge bouncer is Maximilian, and our special guest bartender was Minya! A circle-blowing tiny thing. Um, thanks for the drinks. Our sound editor, mixer, and intentional producer is Ben Gibbs. Our executive producer, and a man we all pray never gets superpowers, is Aaron Diarive. Haru Nakahima is the, excuse me, Nakajima is the Japanese actor who played Godzilla in 12 consecutive films starting from the original in 1954. He passed away on August the 8th, 2017 at the age of 88. Arigato. And Mark Farnash is the man in the gorilla suit. Web hosting by Bluehost. Join us in the Lobot Lounge when next we open and please always remember to tip your bartenders and your waitstaff. I'm Joseph Latino reminding you all that yes, Red Skull is. <laughs> no, it did, it, it, yeah, it sounded like a cat. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>